You have to practice hard work. If you don't want to work hard, entrepreneurship is not for you. It's time to stop measuring yourself by everybody else. Be confident in knowing that this is who you are. When you're bettering yourself, you're bettering the lives of your children, your family, and those around you. I'm playing to win. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Boss Babe Life Hacks podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LeRae Wynn. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Ms. Corey Yale. She is an educator, an author, um, an international speaker, a serial entrepreneur, and so much more. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about her in just a moment. But today, our topic is five things you didn't know about being a boss. And Ms. Coriel, the boss lady herself, is going to give us the, um, that advice today. So Coriel, how are you? I am doing so good. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, so Coriel is um, the creator of an education and empowerment organization for single women um, called the Single Wives Club. And that's basically a self-development program for support and it reaches women all around the world. She's also the founder of the Work, Pray, Slay Weekend, which is this incredible conference that is actually coming up pretty soon. And I'll let her talk about that as well a little bit later on. Um, she has written Work 101, uh, Get Your Life Together Guide, and Confessions of a Workaholic. And she shares her lessons that she's learned down through her life just to be able to pass that information on to her, her fellow sisters that are on their quest, trying to reach their ultimate goals in health, wealth, and happiness. Um, she also has a podcast, Confessions of a Workaholic, Busy at the Beach Weekend. She has all kinds of stuff going on. And she is literally the epitome of a boss babe, um, which is why it was befitting for her to talk on this, um, five things you didn't know about being a boss. So Coriel, if you could, as we dive into this discussion, tell us a little bit about your business, like what you do, how you got your start and where that passion came from. Absolutely. So as you mentioned, the Single Wives Club is the brand that kind of put me on the map. Um, that was really a passion project, um, a, a support group um, is what it really turned into for single women who, like myself, were preparing to become wives or wanted to prepare to become wives, but realized that there was no such preparation out there. And so um, that's kind of where I got my start um, officially with entrepreneurship. I've been having side hustles um, since I was 16, but that was my first real, true, you know, um, like legitimate business. Um, and, and again, that's the one that kind of, it was the fifth business that I started, but it's the one that kind of put me on the map. Um, and since then, I have been creating other empowerment projects, not just for single women, but for um, all women. And so I actually sold the Single Wives Club at the end of 2017. So that is no longer in operation. If you are searching Google right now, looking for it, it's not out there anymore. Um, um, but I realized that my purpose was bigger than just single women and a lot of the resources that I was creating were really valuable for all women. And so um, we have Work, Pray, Slay Weekend, which is an annual conference, not just for entrepreneurs, but um, for personal development as well as professional development. So our panels, our presentations, our workshops, we have interactive booths. Everything is centered around creating well-rounded women. So you're going to learn a little bit about a whole lot from managing stress to budget budgeting your bank account to creating an exit strategy for, from 
corporate America, if that's what you're interested in, to building a purposeful brand, if that's what you're interested in. Literally everything A to Z, um, you can find and learn something about at Workplace Slay. Um, Busy at the Beach is also a fun, exciting part of what I'm able to do, literally taking boss babes from around the country to my favorite beaches around the world. And then the Get Money Gang, which is the um, coaching program that I actually started this year, where I'm able to support millennial entrepreneurs with monetization strategies. So those are some of the things that keep me busy um, at the moment and some of the projects that I'm currently working on. But the Single Wives Club was definitely one that um, kind of built me up to be able to, to offer um, the things that I'm doing now. Yes, so you are definitely busy, <laughs> not just at the beach, but at home, in the car, at wherever <laughs> you go. You got it going on, girls. So you know what it's like to be a boss baby. You know that there's a lot of misconceptions because, I mean, I'm not as popping as you, but, you know, I have a lot of things that I have going on myself. And there's a lot of things that people automatically assume, you know, because you are busy or because you have your different businesses or because you are an author. Um, what are some of the misconceptions that you hear about being a boss babe? I think definitely one of the biggest misconceptions is like once you have accomplished a certain thing or a certain status or reached a certain level that it's just easy, like it's smooth sailing. And that is absolutely not the case at all like there's literally days that I wake up and don't have any idea what's going on or if I do know what's going on I don't really know if it's going to work you know I'm still doing a lot of trial and error I'm still um you know investing money that I don't necessarily see a return on the way I expect it to like I'm still learning I'm still making mistakes I'm still failing forward on a daily basis and I think that um is definitely part of the purpose in creating my podcast so that people could hear the real true story of what is happening behind these pages you know behind these faces that you see on Instagram what's really going on so we're able to have those conversations with people who I even admire who I think you know they look like they got it all together just the same way people look at me and think I have it all together but we all are pumping the same blood like we're we're dealing with the same stressors we're dealing with the same fears we're dealing with the same challenges we're dealing with the same insecurities so just um one misconception i think is is that once you have x amount of followers or x amount of dollars or x amount of experience or x amount of years in business then you just got to figure it out and that is definitely not the case um and then another misconception just about entrepreneurship period is that it's easy um i think a lot of people look at the Instagram entrepreneurs and think, you know, I can quit my job and I can just hang out at home all day and it's going to be smooth sailing. And it looks like that, but that is not the case at all. Like if you don't want to work hard, entrepreneurship is not for you. If you don't want to do what your boss is telling you to do on a daily basis, you definitely are not going to be able to make your own rules and be your own boss. You know, if you're not even disciplined enough to do what somebody else is telling you to do, because as an entrepreneur, you have to set those standards, those goals, those timelines, those deadlines, you have to do that for yourself. So it's a lot more responsibility, a lot more more work and a lot more uncertainty you know nothing is guaranteed there's no uh, accounting department to visit if you don't get paid at the end of the week like you are responsible for making um, that check when you need that check and so it's definitely not easy and we definitely don't have it all figured out so those are like two of the biggest misconceptions that I think are just being spread or the ones that I hear the most absolutely now, being a successful African-American woman, what are some of the questions that people ask you most often? 
one of the questions that people um probably the biggest question is probably just like how did I get started just like how did I work up the nerve to you know uh take that leap of faith or leave you know my job as a teacher to become an entrepreneur that's like the number one question I get and I honestly don't even have that story like I don't have that story of waking up one day deciding I was done with work and just you know quitting walking off the job just putting in my I didn't do any of that like God literally put me in an uncomfortable position where I had to figure it out and was kind of not necessarily forced into entrepreneurship, but I was given the opportunity to decide that I didn't want to go back to teaching. And so from there, you know, it's kind of when I really got serious about the Single Wives Club and, you know, started side hustles to kind of figure things out. And and so that was my opportunity to kind of, um, you know, figure out my own path and discover what my purpose was. But I never really took that quote unquote like leap of faith where I just, you know, walked away and just knew I was going to be okay. It kind of just happened organically for me. But I would say that's the number one thing people want to know is just like, how do you get started? There's a lot of things that come with the territory. There's good things. There's bad things. What are some of your favorites? Some of your likes? What are some of your dislikes about being an entrepreneur? You know, kind of having, like you said, you don't get to go to accounting and say like, hey, where's my money? You got to make sure that things happen on your own. But what are some of your your favorite parts about being an entrepreneur and some of your worst parts about it? Um, well, my favorite part, of course, is I literally get to live life on my own terms. So I've been in an airport. I mean, I can't even count the number of flights I've been on this year, the number of vacations I've been on, like not even work-related trips because 2017 was spent doing work-related trips, but I really made an intention and set an intention to do more fun vacation trips where I can still make money, but they're not, I'm not here for work, but I'm going to work while I'm here type of thing. So I've literally been able to do that and still have you know i'm having the most profitable year that i've had ever in business doing less work but more intentional work and really being able to do the things that i love so that is the best part um you know making money on my own terms and not having that ceiling that's the one thing that you know entrepreneurships are always going to have on you know the career-minded people is that there's always somebody above those career-minded people um dictating their salary or determining what they are worth or what value they bring but as the owner as the creator you determine your own value you set your own limits um or lack thereof like you decide that there is no ceiling that there are no limits that if you want to have a twenty thousand dollar day or month that it's possible based on the work that you're willing to put in so those you know are definitely my um favorite parts and then the least favorite parts is nothing's guaranteed i can have a twenty five thousand dollar month this month and then next month it might be five which is still cool because it's way more than I was making as a teacher but it's definitely not the same and it, it's not always consistent um so the the lack of consistency I would say when you have a consumer focused business um you know like mine that is determined my audience if you know if if um, the economy takes a turn for the worst and they can't afford to go on vacation anymore, then guess what? Busy at the beach, wow. you know, that is not guaranteed. So I don't have those, you know, those luxuries of just knowing what I'm going to be doing for the next 10 years. My, I have to be fluid, you know, in my, in my business, I have to be flexible and, you know, kind of be, be able to be on my toes. Um, also with changing plans and, you know, trying different things and, uh, building things based on my audience so that's one of the the negatives um, of just not having any any guarantees and then having to 
Um, it's a lot of responsibility, you know, being responsible for everything, even though I don't have like a whole staff where I have the responsibility of, you know, like I'm responsible for how they're feeding their families and things like that. I still have a lot of responsibility with my clients, their expectations with these women who are traveling, leaving the country to come with somebody they've never met before to the women who are coming to work personally and expecting to have this life-changing experience to all of these bills these invoices like all of this stuff that has to get paid that's still a lot of responsibility and when you are an entrepreneur um, a solopreneur at least you typically um, are carrying the weight you know on, on your own so it's good and bad but definitely the good outweighs the bad absolutely now we're getting ready to wrap things up here but before we go I want to know um, what is some advice that you would give to other women who are looking I mean you I know you do this on a daily basis but give us one piece of advice um, that you would give to women who are have a desire to become an entrepreneur or they're kind of in the beginning stages of things and you know kind of deciding like should I stay should I not like what is some advice that you would give to people in those different areas of their lives the biggest piece of advice that I could give is that your purpose is what's really going to pay you. Like you can attain success doing just about anything. Like you can go viral doing something real foolish and that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to sustain it. But I believe that the things that are tied to your purpose, that's that success that you're actually going to be able to not just attain, but sustain. That's that legacy um, success, that real wealth that, you know, is going to like fund your family for generations to come. That I believe is tied to your purpose. And I think a lot of people start businesses based on what they think is going to make them money or what they think so-and-so is making money doing or what they think, you know, this person is doing this. So I'm going to do that because it's working for them if you start a business based on that even if you make a little bit of money it's going to stress you out it's going to tire you out it's going to frustrate you because it's not what's for you so i really encourage people to spend the time and put in the work discovering what their purpose is because that's going to like unlock everything else so i'm still discovering you know different vehicles different outlets for me to live my purpose on a daily basis i'm still being amazed um by the things that i'm blessed and the opportunities that i'm blessed um to be able to have because i'm you know working in my purpose and so i really feel like that is what is worth investing your time and your energy into and so all of this stuff that everybody sees the work with an e everybody knows me as like the work girl the work with an e the work with an e is the energy and the effort that goes into your own dream so so everything that you do outside of what you do for everything everybody else so the effort and energy that goes into your own dreams and i believe that part of that is really putting the effort and the energy into your purpose and discovering what it is that you were called to do. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, well, tell us, Corio, how we can connect with you, follow you. I already follow you on Instagram. Like, you're my life inspo. <laughs> but tell our listeners today how they oh, can thank you. keep up with you and your brand and everything you got going on. Yes, so you can follow me everywhere at Coriel, the one and only Coriel.com. Um, and then if you want to join me for Work, Pray, Slay, um, definitely would encourage you to head over to Work prayslay.com and grab one of our last passes i would love to connect with you um weekly on my podcast confessions of a workaholic and you can find it pretty much everywhere podcasts are played awesome 
Well, thank you again so much for joining us, um, Coriel. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in. This has been another episode of the Boss Babe Life Hacks podcast. I'm your host, Farrah LaRae Wynn. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new hacks on how to be a boss and a babe. All right, until next time, take care.